started recording. Uh, hey, so where exactly are you at in, in South? Where are you at right now? Because I know you travel a lot. South Africa right now. South Africa, all right. Hey, so uh, one thing that I like to do with, with the Massive Action is I like to get right into like, uh, like, like go nuggets, right? So, so that way the audience can like, if they, if they don't have time to watch the whole thing, they get something from it and they change their life, right? So let me ask you this. Uh, what are five habits that you believe are, are a must uh, in order to achieve any kind of success? So firstly, I would say number one is making sure that you have the right type of routine and ritual. And when I mean routine and ritual, it takes 66 days to create automaticity. The old statistics and research says that it used to take 21 days to create a habit. Now it's 66 days. So whatever you do, make sure it's 66 days, it becomes embedded in you. So it's a ritual, whether it's a work ethic, whether it's, you know, posting on social media, whether it's self-development. So that's number one. Number two, and most importantly, you need to make sure that you're tracking down every single thing you do. So for me, every single week, I look at my calendar from an aerial view. I already know what's happening in the week. I already block our times from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock to 4 o'clock. This is my five-hour schedule. I used to work for 16 to 18 hours before. Today, five hours for me is equivalent to 16 to 18 hours as opposed to so much of work and running around aimlessly because you're not recovering. So that's number two. Number three is being able to go out there and have a recovery period. And recovery meaning you're getting into a creative state. Recovery does not necessarily mean you're taking a break, you're getting off your phone. Recovery means you're, you're going out there and every single thing you did, maybe you go take a, a, a nature walk, but you're getting in so, such a creative state that when you do take action, that one thought makes you enough money than when you used to work for 16 hours per day. Number four is being able to have the perfect morning routine. See, I was a evening person working to 2 a.m., waking up every single morning at about 8 a.m. and then taking on a 16 to 18 hour day. Today, it's very different. Today, I'm out by 11, but most importantly, when I do wake up, my first 60 minutes sets me up for the entire day. So it's so vital to know what you're doing within that 60 minutes. And then at the same time, you need to be able to find a mentor, but audit the mentor before you find that mentor, before you listen to the mentor. It's so vague. People say, go find the mentor. Okay, yeah. find who? Find someone that has a social media following with a million people that can be bought today, that can be gamed today, or find a mentor that actually has the money in the bank account. Ooh, nice. So, so let me ask you this. So let's, let's break that down a little bit. And that, one that second. Was... I'm going I'm, I'm to put the AC on. Is that fine? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. We, 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 know we're all, we know we're all something good when we start to sweat, when we start to get, we start to get hyped up because you know that it's, it's not, you're not wasting your time and you know that you're going to give the real, the real stuff. So let me ask you this. What are some of the things that we could ask, uh, say someone is, is wanting to think of mentor, what are some of the things they can look for to determine if that's the right mentor or not? And I know you pointed one out like just because someone has a million followers, followers on Facebook or 
they have this, you know, lifestyle that looks, you know, attractive. What are some things that people can like ask themselves or look into that determine if that's the right mentor or not? Well, firstly, you got to audit your mentor with the four pillars, health, wealth, spirituality, and relationships. And you don't want to just audit your mentor on one of the pillars being wealth, what car he or she drives, what home she or he lives in, what type of watch he or she has. You want to be able to audit from a, a point of health. Great. Health means interior mindset, exterior physicality. Okay. Then you want to go out and look at wealth. Okay. How much of money has he or she saved? How much is he or she invested? I don't want to know how much they've made yeah. and how much is spent. I want to know how much they've saved and invested because that's more vital for me because it's very easy to make money. But if you know how to keep the money, then you can teach me how to keep the money. Yeah. But if you teach me how to just make the money, it's, I'm going to have a hole in the bottom of my bucket. And then spirituality does not necessarily mean relationships. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, religions. It means you going out there and having a clear balance on meditation, visualization, affirmation. So all of those combined, it's heart set and soul set and health set combined. And then with relationships is not just, okay, who are you dating and how successful is your relationship? But what is your relationship with you internally? And then externally, what is your relationship with the people you associate yourself with? Your mentees, the people you are you know, working with on a daily basis. You know, I even go as, as, as um, you know, from the point who people who work for you. I want to see that. That's how I audit my mentors. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that, that's, that's, very, that's very powerful, the, the four pillars. So you kind of like just measure every area, measure every area of their life, not just on one particular thing, right? Because a lot of times, a lot of times the young, younger entrepreneurs, they get, they get confused by the shiny object. And they just want to follow the shiny object, but they don't see what that, what that, what that person is actually doing. So it's 25% of health, 25% of wealth, 25% of spirituality, and 25% of relationships. And that creates mastery. That truly does create someone who has everything going for them. It's very easy to make money. Yeah. Very simple. Mike Tyson made money and he lost the money too. It's very simple. But the key fact is, are you truly wealthy internally? not just financial. Yeah, powerful. Uh, morning routine, let's talk about that. Let's, let's, I'm gonna go backwards. So we went five, four. So morning routine, what does that look like? Like explain something, uh, some tips on that morning routine. Cause um, you know, we, we hear that a lot of people talk about the morning routine and a lot of people think that, you know, you have to do this ridiculous, uh, you have to jump in the ice cold water and, and you have to like do all this crazy stuff. but it really, it really comes down to like what makes you the most productive per day. Like what routine have you found makes you the most productive? What, give us some examples of that and what you go through. So the very first thing I do, the minute I wake up, I, um, I, I have a, so there's the very first hour, I call it the victory hour. I want to be able to win the hour so I win the entire day. I break my day up into three parts, morning, afternoon, evening. And the morning, the very first hour, the first 20 minutes, I release dopamine. So I get out of bed into my running shoes and I sweat it out, BDMF. Okay, once that's done, 
then I literally go into a state of gratitude. So I journal, I, get, I, I literally share what I'm grateful for. I'm so happy and grateful for dot, 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 because why am I grateful for my feet? Because I can walk. My very first thing that I write down on my gratitude list is, I'm so happy and grateful for a brand new day because I can do the things that I never do yesterday. Yeah. So I need to be grateful and get into a state of gratitude. And then I obviously do pray from a, from a religious point of view. And then after that, my next 20 minutes is being able to get into a state of meditation simultaneously with visualizing. So I bring meditation and visualization together. After that, I spend an hour of self-growth. So I'd be able to study research because that's top of my priority list for my value system. And then after that, I have a reflection two hours and then I go into 11 till 4 p.m. and I carve out work. My first 90 minutes is all about creativity because that sets me up for the remaining three and a half hours. But I'm working for 60 minutes, take your 10 minute break. Working for 60 minutes, take your 10 minute break. Working for 60 minutes, take your 10 minute break. Now, I used to work 16 to 18 hours a day. I know how it feels to make six figures at 19, seven at 21, eight figures at 24. Uh, but it's not about that. It's about truly mastering your life. And yeah. then, most importantly, I uh, hit the gym again for about 40 minutes or I take a reflection walk. And then after that, uh, I'm back at work, but creativity work, not just physical work. And then I, um, I get into the zone of ending off my day with gratitude again, and meditation again, and it's like clockwork. Yeah, yeah. And once you get that routine going, like you... The energy level, you, you, you notice your energy level and you just feel more productive. Uh, recovery, let's talk about recovery. Give us, give us some tips on that. What is it? What is so the recovery look like? So every great athlete needs recovery. When you look at people like the greatest of all time, the GOAT, the GOATs, you start looking at Kobe Bryant. You start looking at Mike Tyson. You look at all these different individuals, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods. They work so hard through their season that when it's time to recover, they take their recovery. So they work for two to three months and they take their month off. For me, I don't have time to take a month off. So I work 50, 60 minutes and I take a 10 minute break. I work 60 minutes, I take a 10 minute break and 10 minutes could potentially be switching off. When I mean switching off, getting in a state of, I'm going for a walk and I just want to be able to think. I want to be able to let loose, let my mind in a state of not working, not creating. And because all of those times, those 10 minute slots, I come back and I find a moment where I find a thought that I get back to my 60 minute slot that I execute. That's where the billion dollar thoughts come from. You look at Elon Musk, you look at Jeff Bezos, they're not creating 50 decisions per day. They're making three to five decisions a day. That's how they jump from 150 billion to 200 billion in four months. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're making really, they really kind of recover, get their mind right, and then that's when, that's when the, the ideas come in because whenever you're under pressure, the, you're not making, you know, probably the best decisions under pressure or under stress or, or stuff like that. That, that. That's powerful stuff. So uh, monthly, you track, track your month. Uh, well, give us some tips on that one. So firstly, I track my days. Okay. So my days, I know for a fact what time is my morning routine, that one hour slot. I know my self-development, my self-growth is another hour. I know there's my creativity part. I know from 11 till 4, 
you can't get access to me. Why? It's my zone of working. Unless one of my businesses, one of my currently I own 20 different businesses, but one of my businesses needs me on the phone call. That's my allocated time. Um, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I have set calls with my creative team. I have set calls with my sales team. And then most importantly, I set my week up on a Saturday for the entire week. So all the admin stuff, I'm talking about social media posts. I'm talking about daily emails. That's done on a Saturday. I don't do that on Monday to Friday. Saturday, I plan out my whole week for the admin stuff. Creativity is between that 11 to 4. And then most importantly, my, I'm doing the work during that time. So if you want to get me on a podcast, if you want, and I do about five to eight podcasts a day, by the way. If you want to get me on a podcast, it's between that 5 p.m. time slot till about plus minus 8 p.m. That's yeah. where my slots are. There's no way we can do it during my working time because peak income producing hours should turn into what you're doing during those hours, which is your peak income producing activities. P-I-P-A during your P-I-P-H. Nice. So the number one was the, was the types of information. What was number one? I, for, I, wrote, I wrote types, but what was, it, what was number one? So it's, it's that, um, are you talking about the, the morning routine, the very first hour? No, the, the, first, the first tip, the first habit. I'm going, I went backwards, so I went five, four, three, two, one. What was number one? So number one was, I, I didn't give you any specific order, but I can repeat it. Okay. Was yeah. making, so one of them was making sure you have the right mentor. So you order that mentor. Five. Okay. Number two, one of them was also going out there, making sure you reflect, you having your time of reflection. Recovery. That was number three. Recovery. Yeah. Reflection and recovery is together. So on your point of ref, when you're walking down and taking your one hour break, you're reflecting whilst your body is recovering. Your mind is recovering because inside my mind is a beehive. Yeah. If you put me in a, with a pen and a paper and a laptop, I'm working 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And I'm, I can't be the visionary and the admin guy. Yeah. And there's a lot of people right now good at certain things. They're great at admin. Some people are great at being the visionary. Some people are great at actually working hard. You got to find it what you're great at. The greatest of all time. Nice, man. All right, let, let's go into this. And then thank you for breaking everything down for that. Uh, what, do you, what do you feel? What, what did you, what skill did you have to acquire to decide, okay, you know what? If I'm going to take my business to the next level, I need to develop these skills. I need to learn these skills because every skill is learnable. So what are some key skills that you suggest? Like, for example, uh, I know for, I hear this a lot, like a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people that go from uh, the technician to a manager, they stay in that position because they fail to learn the skills of a CEO. So what are some key skills that, that some entrepreneurs, they need to develop and they need to invest the time? So a simple skill is to implement the millionaire student mentality. Like we all want to become a millionaire, but we need to remain in student mode. It's very easy to remain in student mode when you're not having success. Mm -hmm. But when you achieve success, you can get complacent. It can take you out the game. You read your own press clippings. You hear people talking about you. So stay in student mentality and student mode. And then most importantly, when you do stay in student mode, you have two ears and one mouth. Listen more than you speak. Yeah. Be able to just learn, ask the right questions. There's never, the reason why people get stuck 
at that level is because they don't have the growth in them. They don't give themselves the ability to increase that top line. They yeah. want to elevate the top line in the, on the bank account, in, on their net worth, but they're not allowing themselves to push. And I study three to four hours a day. Yeah. Every single day I'm researching and studying on a daily basis. Another thing is actually AA, absorb and apply, not AS, not absorb and store. Yeah. A lot of people can learn, but they're storing. They got a hard drive here. They can't let, they can't let loose of the information. They read the books to say they read it. I don't read the books to say I read it. I want to stop you there. Uh, what, do, what do you think, what do you think uh, like causes that? Because they call it like, uh, uh, like it's self-help, but people, they, they say it's like shelf-help because they never apply what they, so what, what do you think is some of that, is it, do you think it's fear that these people have no. to? They haven't hacked the ability to take action. Ooh. They don't want to take action. Yeah. So what they do is they read cover to cover. I read five pages, 10 pages, one page until I get into a state to take action. Yeah. You don't need to finish the book. You need to take action. Yeah. Action beats perfection. Yeah. People want to perfect the book to say, I read 50,000 books in one year. Hold on. How much did the book make you? Yeah. What did you do with the book? What did you even learn from the book? That, that intrigues me more. Yeah. I think that's a different perspective because most people just want to, they want to have the high book count. And, and right, they want to they know, they want to tell you what to do, but they haven't applied anything themselves. So, uh, so mindset, uh, student mindset is, is very powerful, right? You have to be in a learning mindset, you know, instead of, because a lot of times get, a lot of people get into the judger mindset. They want, they want to just judge every situation, judge, judge every event. But if you take everything with a learner mindset, a student mindset, like a millionaire mindset, you're going to see a different perspective on every situation. So what, what about some like, like specific skills? Like did you develop, like did you learn like sales skills? Did you learn like accounting skills? Uh, yeah, so sales, I did a billion dollars in sales at 25 years old. Okay. And living in Africa, where the average income is two to three hundred dollars a month. Congratulations so, on that. And I got rejected 145 times. So people need to get good at one thing, not sales, but how to get rejected. Mm. I I went through the nose. I was chasing the nose. Yeah. I knew subconsciously I'm gonna go through more nose than yeses. So might as well chase the nose, because 96 percent of people quit after their fifth no. So I, I gotta chase the nose here and. Um, then another skill is leadership, being able to understand people, communicating with people, and being able to lead people in the right direction. So the hardest person to lead is you. If you can lead you, then you're qualified to lead other people. Yeah. So sales is big, but when you're simultaneously, you want to lead people to selling, not just you selling, because that's when you start earning leverage income. That's when the passive income starts showing up. Yeah. And then alongside that, you want to be able to make sure when you're leading, you're not a dictator. You're communicating through your own work, meaning you work, they, they watch. You don't tell them to work and you're not working. And that's when that work like you broke mentality comes in. Because yeah. people don't follow in your footsteps if you don't move your feet. You got to be able to move so they can follow through the path and trail. Yeah. And, and, you know, alongside that, we need to put everything together because 
Everyone you have on your podcast, everyone you have a conversation with, they're leaving these clues. They're leaving these pieces of the puzzle. And everyone's going to be able to put it together from each and every speak out there. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, for, so sales, I mean, sales, how, how long could, should someone develop some sales skills? Like, what, I mean, obviously they have to read some, some books. Uh, how, how much time should they invest in, like, sales? Like, to master so, sales? I started sales at 10. I started sales at 10 years old. Okay. Trial and error. Trial and error. Two, literally two feet. One trial, one error. Yeah. And in 12, I started my second sales business. I was just making profit income. I knew if I could buy it at this price, sell it at this price, the more I buy, the more I sell, the higher the price, the more profit I make. 17, I was making $200 a week. 18 years old, I started direct sales and um, I took the company. I sold about 150,000 memberships. Yeah. And literally, literally up until today, that specific product pays me nothing less than $100,000 per month, every, every 30 days. Yeah, nice. And that's based on me doing the work and me leading the people. But at the same time, I practiced for eight, 10, 12 years. Yeah. I didn't read. I went straight head first into the industry. That's how I practice sales. Yeah. And you know, that, that, that's a good, that's a good uh, point right there. You made because some people might be really uh, like there, there's some people that just like to work and, and they don't like to read. They probably never will pick up a book, but if they start to do some of the actions of some highly successful people, they might start to achieve the, that those those rewards just based off of the actions. Because I'm pretty sure you met some guys that are very successful, and and they probably say, you know what, I don't really read that much stuff, but I just I just got taught at a young age what actions I needed to do, and I I just kept doing that same actions. You know, powerful stuff, man. So let's, let's talk about that. So uh, the 20 different businesses, what, what kind of businesses do you have? So number one being direct sales. Number two, I own uh, one of the biggest music labels. One of my business partners and strategic advisors, the Akon. I got the number one pop artist in South Africa, a young 23-year-old kid, Joss Austin. Um, he just did a song with Sean Kingston. So that's the type of caliber of artist I, okay. I have. And then I have an app called Weki which uh, the former CEO of LinkedIn and I went out and co-created together. Um, alongside that, I've um, got a media company. I've got um, a few tech companies. I'm an investor, a property investor. Um, and, and just being able to say that I also have a community called the Millionaire Student Community yeah. with over half a million students, not students from school, but people who want to be self-developed. So that's something I've been working on for the past eight years as well. I do events every 90 days, minimum 5,000 people, maximum 25,000 people, five different continents. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, and we'll go into that. The million, so how can people find you at the millionaire uh, student? So they can go to Google. They can type in session governor. They can type in the millionaire student, uh, go to YouTube, um, or any, uh, podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, watch the millionaire student podcast, or they can go to winwithsession.com or even go to Instagram and Facebook and type in win with session. Nice, man. Hey, I, uh, I don't want to take you away from no more of your time. I, I, man, I love your book collection. Uh, let's definitely stay in touch, man. However we can help each other out. I'm down here in, in Texas. Uh, so if there's anything I can do down here for you, you reach out to me, let me know. And, and I'll be happy to help brother. 
appreciate it. What, what, what do you do for a living? Uh, we have a collision repair shop. So we have, nice. a, we have a paint and body shop here in Texas. And we also do some real estate and commercial investing. Nice. And so uh, the, the podcast, Massive Action, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't really feel like I'm a typical podcaster. I feel like I'm a connector. And the reason why I say that is because uh, over the, the last couple of years, I've built some pretty, you know, wonderful friendships and relationships with a lot of people all over the world, highly successful people. And uh, I, I think that's, that's where, where my strength is at. You know what I mean? Building those relationships, nourishing those relationships and just doing whatever I can to add value, you know, however I can help out. And so that's, good. Good. that's what Massive Action is about. Sounds good. Well, you let me know whatever you need, man. I'm accessible and available. All right, brother. Thank you. You take Bye -bye. care. Thanks.